Hello, everybody. Welcome to the State of Weights for January 22nd, 2023. Lots of stuff going on this week. We had a lot of uh, public hearings. We also had some executive session on some bills that I'll update you with. And then we had some more bills that get got introduced. Some of them moved really quickly through. All got uh, introduced and got through public testimony this week, scheduled for executive session this week. So We'll get through this as quickly as we can. The rules, the bills that passed out of committee, the Senate Bill 5127, redacting student information. That's kind of a common sense policy. Everybody voted for that one in the committee. Senate Bill 5019, Paris and school safety. This is the bill that eliminates that line item in the prototypical model for funds to be used for school safety. So the state will not be funding that via the prototypical model. And in the digest version of the bill it talked about getting rid of sros which you know has been a big push but uh, it's that we've got to keep sros in the community they're going to be a part of the community so how do we get rid of them i don't know but it seems like there's a huge push up north especially to get rid of school resource officers in the in the schools senate bill 5020 the age for elementary schools one's kind of interesting so it really makes a mandatory age to enroll in school six and there were a bunch of people that testified. The number that was given in the public hearing was 401 homeschool families testified that they did not want to start at age six. They already, many of them said that they start before age six, but this bill would require them to have documentation for those two years starting at age six. They'd have to let the public schools know in the district they live in that they will be homeschooling and fill all that out. So there's a lot of pushback for that. One of the Senator McCune offered an amendment to the bill that said, well, let's make it age six for public and then age eight for homeschool families. It seemed like a reasonable accommodation. And that was voted down. So that is not going to happen. It did end up passing out of committee, strict party line vote on that one. And the age for elementary school, if this goes all the way through, will be age six. Senate Bill 5065, teaching about bone marrow donations. This one passed last year out of this committee. So it has passed again. Senate Bill 5085, the admin contracts bill for bargaining. Um, this bill allows them to bargain their, uh, or negotiate and then have some protections for if they get moved in within a district and just some other protections in there. Adds the term assistant principal to everywhere in the contract. That was nowhere in the language. So uh, that one is a pretty straightforward one. The Senate Bill 5175 with admin contracts for three years allows them to negotiate for up to three years. And then their last year, their, our last week, talked about one of the uh, problems with the bill was that it added a clause that if a principal had ever been under investigation, there was a box that they would have to check. The part of the bill that was in there would say you would not have to check a box. And there were some good reasons for and against that. It ended up that that was um, taken out of the bill. So as it passed out of committee, that is no longer in there. And then college and the high school fees, that one passed out. Uh, everybody voted for this. It seems like a good thing uh, for those students that are get college in the high school. It'll help keep students in high school, hopefully, and not do running start. We're also moving away from the AP program as well. So this, there was some disagreement last week in public testimony. A couple of the community college people said, wait a minute, we're getting $3,000 and four-year schools are getting $6,000 for the same class, same credits. Well, they are cheaper, so it does make sense. So they did raise that amount for community colleges to $4,000 um, and then pass that out of committee. 
Scheduled for executive session this week would be the regional apprenticeship program. There's some debate right now about whether that should be at an ESD level or a local school level. One of the superintendents from a small school said, we can't do that. Like, there's no way we could fund that and run it. But we could if it was with the cooperation of other schools. So it'd be nice to see each ESD have its own apprenticeship program, a place for that to take place. Maybe even a couple bigger ones could have two. So House Bill 1015, the paraeducation requirements. That one um, also passed out of committee. That one, the conversation was mostly about the test. ETS has rem- is not offering their testing for paraeducators. So it kind of, that being in the bill that they have to pass that test. So they're going to try and open that up. There's another bill later on that offers a little more as far as what the requirements will be. But this one allows the paraeducation board to create a test or provide different tests and that it would be more available for people to take and not just when ETS offers those. House Bill 1109, a special education funding with a reimbursement. That one is scheduled for executive session this week, so we'll see what happens as far as amendments there. House Bill 1113, info on reprimanded teachers. If a teacher were to get a letter of reprimand, then there's a possibility that could just fall off after a certain amount of time, or um, they could apply to have it dropped. So there's some different things happening on that. Senate Bill 5125, the Washington Future Fund. This one, if you are born into poverty, there would be money available when you turn 18. It sounds like this would be, you would have to apply. The state would then give the money specifically to a college or to a mortgage company or something like that. But it would allow them to buy a house. Uh, And my concern with that is the whole mindset problem. Like if we teach these kids that you, it doesn't matter where you start, you can get wherever you want to go. This concerns me because I think some people might go, oh, well, I got that money waiting for me. I'll just wait till I turn 18 and then go do something with it. So we don't want to do that. Uh, But we'll see, we'll see what our legislatures do as far as that goes. Senate bill 5180 interstate teacher mobility. That one is scheduled for executive session, allowing teachers coming into Washington to not have to go through all the loopholes and everything. They might have to take a state history course and that would be it. Senate bill 5126 for small school district funding. This uh, allows a grant for smaller school districts to apply for some available funding to help run their schools because they have a harder time than the larger school districts. 5072 equity and highly capable programs. That one is scheduled for executive session that also passed out of this committee last year. This is adding a a little more to it as far as um, equity making sure it's available. There would be two testing points, third and sixth grade. And then uh, just trying to make it more available for everybody. House Bill 1207 is the emergency expulsion. This bill seems pretty straightforward. It changes emergency expulsion to emergency removal. And I talked to our assistant principal, and that's the language they've been using anyway, is that it is a removal. It's not really an expulsion. So this one just, there wasn't really anything in the bill to disagree with on that. So that one should make it through. House Bill 1232, Enhancing the College-Bound Scholarship. We'll see what the executive session brings out in that one. Senate Bill 5029, School Board of Directors. I have not heard any of the committee meetings on that one, so I'll have to dig into that one a little more later. We'll see what happens in executive session. House Bill 1277, this is the paraeducator requirements as far as the testing and what would be required. So the ETS test will be removed from that at some point, and some other tests would be made available for them. Senate Bill 5311, the special ed multiplier. It was an interesting presentation given on that. So it would be 
a tiered system over the next three years to raise that multiplier so that districts could better fund their special ed, especially as the legislature admits that there will be more special ed population due to the mental health concerns coming out of COVID. Senate Bill 5038, the change of contract deadlines. That one had a public hearing, but no executive action scheduled. That would be moving the May 15th right now, so we have to be notified by May 15th whether or not we'll receive a contract for the following year. And then Senate Bill 5054, the PLC one, also had a public hearing, no executive action scheduled. Okay, scheduled for public hearing this week, the House Bill 1003, access to dual credit. Again, back to equity. That's all that one is, is making sure everybody has access to it. House Bill 1146 would require school districts to notify parents of the dual credit opportunities. House Bill 1239, the Educator Code of Ethics. That one talks about um, adding some language in there. House Bill 1228, dual language education, trying to push that. I think that's a great idea. We should probably have students taking Spanish at first, second, third grade, somewhere in there and just working that way up. Or uh, That's probably the second most common language, it seems like, in our school at least. Senate Bill 5102, school library and tech info scheduled for public hearing, so I'll know more when that one happens. Senate Bill 5243, the high school and beyond plan. More information coming to that. Senate Bill 5257, I did listen to some uh, information on that, the adequate recess time. And that's to provide a minimum of 45 minutes per day for recess up to age or grade six, not age six, grade six. House Bill 1238, free school meals for all. This one comes from the Office of Superintendent of Public Instruction. And a lot of schools that are in uh, low income are already doing that because there was a grant available. Senate Bill 5248. This is a bipartisan bill, which is kind of nice. COVID money that can be used for tutoring or increasing educational opportunities for people. So there's some excess money that we could uh, use for those purposes. And then Senate Bill 5355 just came out. Instruction on sex trafficking. So, so far we've got the bone marrow donation and now we've got instruction on sex trafficking and they keep throwing more and more at us as far as what we need to be teaching in school. And at some point we get, we're going to lose our core purpose of what our education is. So instruction on sex trafficking, that could be done not at the school, but again, we I'll keep going back to if it's not being taught at home, then where will it be taught? And kids need to be made aware that that's a real thing. Bills that are assigned to committee with no scheduled action, 1093 school choice, the Senate bill, special education funding. A lot of these have uh, one bill in the Senate, one in the House, and they'll run one usually. Sometimes you'll see both of them go through committees and then they'll merge them at the end. Senate Bill 5008, parent access to education materials. That's just providing parents the opportunity to be able to look at anything that's being taught in the schools. House Bill 1211, that's the special ed multiplier from the House side. House Bill 1305, the initial evaluation requirements. House Bill 1308 adds another pathway option, the project-based option. House Bill 1354, having parents volunteer if the parents have a previous conviction. That one actually passed last year and then just never made it out of uh, the chamber. House Bill 1479, restraint and isolation. I read this one and it was rather interesting. It would not, it would make it so Staff would not be able to restrain or isolate a student. In other words, you have a student in a room because he's a danger to him or others. And if that student decides to leave the room, you no, would not be allowed to stand in the way. That student would be able to allowed to just leave, and that could get crazy. So there has to be, school personnel has to have some way to 
do this while still not hurting a child. I mean, but we have to have ways to um, be able to isolate students if they are harms to other students, because if you just let them run around, then education isn't going to happen. Senate Bill 5408, ninth grade success teams, which I think is a great idea. They have some research around ninth grade as that's the pivotal year. And there's a lot of research around if freshmen fail a class, if they're not on track to graduate as a freshman, the likelihood of dropping out of high school increases substantially. Senate Bill 5441, inclusive curriculum. That one adds a whole bunch of stuff that all the curriculum would have to meet. And OSPI would oversee that. That one is, I think it's a, like too pushy as far as what would be in curriculum. Senate Bill 5462 is the same thing, but just with learning standards. Okay, that was a busy one. So I hope uh, you found some of this information helpful. A lot going on. So we have some, we should start seeing some House and Senate floor debates and some of these bills starting to move from one chamber and pass to the other. Have a great week.